Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. And that's it, so let's get on with the show. Hey there. So today we are doing another solo episode. I say we, but it's really just me sitting here at my desk talking to this microphone that's in a box right here of, so I can send it to you in the future. <laughs> anyway, so we are doing a solo episode today all about art challenges. And just to be completely transparent, I'm going to use this time to convince you that starting an art challenge January 1st of 2021 is the thing you need to do to grow your art business in a very quick and intentional way. And I have a bunch to say and a bunch of different ideas, but basically let's go back really quick. Let's be a little nostalgic because that's what I'm going through right now (laughs) because Think back to Christmas Eve of 2018. I was at my mother's house and we were about to wake up for Christmas morning the next morning and I was online and I was chatting with a fellow art educator. She's actually the the Turquoise Iris and we were talking about online education and if she really liked it and I had this epiphany that I wanted to start this thing, something. I had no idea what it was going to be called. I had no idea, but I wanted to help teach artists and help motivate other artists to build a life and an art career of their dreams or whatnot. And so I had this idea through talking to the Dion Woods with the, with the Turquoise Iris. She had a membership group already, and I was like, this is the thing. This is how I can do it. I don't know how I'm going to create a group. Is it a Facebook group? I don't know. But I had the idea that we could start by doing a 31-day challenge. So before the Facebook group was a thing, before there was ever the the name Artist Academy, (laughs) before there was a podcast, before I ever even interviewed a single artist, the very first thing I did was put together a 31-day challenge (laughs) and I posted it online and on Instagram on my story and I'm like hey guys I'm thinking about doing a challenge does anybody want to do it with me like with the hopes that many people would want to and then many people would you know like the idea of me possibly coaching them in the future and this this challenge would help kickstart their year and we could all just like better our art careers together and group group motivation. Even though I had never really tried anything like this before, I had built my art business completely alone, really, with just like reaching out to people here and there that I could, that I knew, but did not have any kind of sort of art community in my life. And I was like, this is what I need. So 
thus came the 31 day challenge and it was the first thing we ever did and I'm just and now two years later after over 100 podcast episodes and over interviewing so many artists and we have 100 members in the Artist Academy and over 1500 in the free Artist Academy Facebook group and I have I even have some artists who are doing this for the third year with me. So they've stuck with me and now this is their third year with me just painting along right inside me. And I'm just thinking back on it. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, and, but really doing these art challenges for the past now two years in a row has really helped me to refine my pitch and figure out why we're doing this and who benefits from it and different ways of doing this. So I'm going to share all of that from two years of experience, watching other artists and me myself doing that, doing it along with them and seeing what works for other people and why it works. So if you're going to spend some of your time in 2021 and I know that you guys are all busy and I know that because I'm very busy too and I don't even have kids yet <laughs> and so I can just imagine how busy everybody else is too if you're gonna spend your time on something it better be good and it better benefit you you know or else just don't bother with it <laughs> also it better be fun Okay, it better move your business in the right direction, but it also better be enjoyable. And so those two things are the things that I I go through in my mind when I'm thinking if I want to do something and both of those things have a checkbox in beside them on with art challenges. Art challenges work. They just do. <laughs> I've never done so many art challenges in the last couple years that I have as opposed to any other time in my life. And I've never painted for myself so much as I have done during an art challenge, which is so important. You know, just taking time to paint for yourself, to paint for myself and come up with my style and just, you know, develop as an artist. The main thing you can do, you can watch tutorials, you can watch all the things, but spending time with a brush in your hand, spending time with me with a brush in my hand, figuring out all the things that I don't want to paint is the way for me that I found to figure out the things that I love to paint, the things that I am so excited to paint. And a lot of that came from painting a lot of different things in a lot of different ways and using a lot of different colors and different mediums through art challenges. So let's get to it and talk about why we're doing this. So the main reason we're doing that is to create consistency through repetition, which is backed up by group motivation. Okay. And I'm going to break those three things down. Consistency, repetition, and group motivation. So consistency, ask anyone, literally anyone in any profession who does anything great for lasting periods of time, they get that consistency is key. <laughs> Not just in art, even think of athletes. And I always compare this to athletes and people going to the gym and such because, you know, sometimes sitting down to paint is a lot like making yourself go to the gym. It's tough to get there and at first it feels awkward and you're not sure what to do but after you go to the gym and after you paint so much eventually you you know you were always glad we did even if it was kind of rocky even if it didn't turn out exactly as you want you're not getting the results right away in either of these areas painting or running or lifting or whatever you're doing at the gym it's still the same and athletes know that if you train every day or most days a week it's going to be way, way better than if you train just once a week and just run flat out for as long as you can. <laughs> you know, if you run a mile a day rather than running a couple miles on a Saturday and just getting burnt out and then going home and eating a bag of potato chips or whatnot, it's just, you know, consistency with training or whatnot and painting is the thing to do. And another example, I know that posting every day will get me so much more business than if I just came online and logged in once a week and posted on one or two platforms and then logged off and didn't comment and all the things. I know that every day I have a chance to catch someone at maybe a different time or maybe a different mental space that they might be in or maybe a 
buying opportunity that they might have. Every day is my chance to log on and post on maybe Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and LinkedIn. And I know that all sounds like a lot, but I posting I post to those platforms every single day because I know that people seeing me every single day on that platform, they get to know me and they see my videos. Maybe they'll watch one every once in a while. Maybe they'll take a second out of their really busy day to actually watch a video and see my mannerisms and see you know, the product that I'm creating and how I'm creating it. And that video specifically, which I'm huge into video in 2021 is gonna be big into video for me. And I'm gonna push all of you to be big into video too. But that video is going to make a lasting impression in their head, in their mind, rather than just one photo a week. I know that if I post a couple videos a week or a couple photos per week, you know, and just it all adds up and people get to know me and then I will become the go-to artist in their mind because I'm showing up consistently. And a student actually recently asked what I do during my downtime and that is paint. If I don't have a like a commission going on or I'm not going off to paint a mural or something, she's like, what do you do in your downtime between times? And I'm like, oh, I, I guess I didn't realize that this was just a no duck like thing. People don't know this. You paint. <laughs> That's what you do. If you, if someone's not asking you to paint, you just paint anyway. But I can see that if someone didn't have the consistency of painting every day, that's a valid question. And so I just want to say like too, like I paint every day because I have that consistency down and I can always, ha- you know, afford to have a little re-up, which is why we're doing, the th- which is why I'm doing the 31 day challenge again, because, you know, sometimes if I don't paint every day, it can kind of feel a little weird, but then like over a Christmas break, I might not, might, might not paint for at least five days or something. And it just gets, and so while we're having our downtime right now and enjoying time with family, I hope you're resting and not working a ton. Rest up because January 1, we are starting the 31 day challenge. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about that in a second and different ways to go about that. But rest up and because <laughs> in January, we are going to start to prepare for this 31 day challenge and get this consistency down of painting every single day. So how do you get consistency? Okay, I'm sure a lot of you are like, no duh, you do the 31 day challenge and you get repetition. So the second part of this, consistency and repetition. And the way to train your brain for consistency is just doing things over and over and over again until you get to the point to where you don't even think about it. So brushing your teeth. I think that's a very obvious example. Brushing your teeth every single day, you know, sometimes multiple, okay, usually multiple times a day. Usually I brush my teeth before bed and when I wake up every day, it's just what you do. I mean, aside from the whole personal hygiene thing, I know that as soon as I wake up and I'm dazed and I go get a drink of water and then I go straight to brushing my teeth, I can barely, I'm barely even alive and I go brush my teeth. We want to get to that spot with painting. You want to barely be alive. And even if you got, you know, not very much sleep the night before, you want to be able to go and be like, oh, I'm, I'm painting today. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not talking myself into it. I'm just going to paint that day. Also, another example of repetition, a funny one. Did you know that we all exit the shower and dry off in the exact same pattern every single day? You don't even think about it (laughs) this time. Okay. So whenever you shower today, go and when you dry off, let your subconscious mind kind of lead the way. If you can try not to overthink it too much, but just take note of exactly how you dry off. And then the next day, take note. It's exactly the same. (laughs) I promise. And we don't even think about it because we've got this, this repetition in our mind. And so we don't have to think about it. So, you know, repeating something every single day, like we shower, we brush our teeth every day. We want to also put a paintbrush in our hand every day. You want to get to the point of, you know, not having to talk yourself into going in your studio and picking up that paintbrush. You just want to go and you want to do it. And it want, you want to feel natural. So, and at first it'll feel really weird doing all these new things. 
and then you'll get to the point where it'll be feel weird not doing it. So we were talking about this in the Arts Academy Facebook group here not too long ago, and we were talking about the 100 day challenge, and I was like, honestly, the 100 day challenge is so hard. I kind of dread that every year, which is a challenge that we're doing after the 31 day challenge, so heads up for that. Honestly, I dread that because it's creating for at least 30 minutes a day every single day for 100 days. <laughs> it's And it can be a lot. And Sam piped in and she was like, yeah, but I got to the point where if I didn't create, if I wasn't painting, it I just got a little itchy. I didn't, I, I just felt really weird. And I'm like, oh good. <laughs> okay. Yes. That, I guess that's the point. This is, this is what we're doing it for. So even if it doesn't feel, you know, super great at first, we want to get to the point where it, it just, it gets easier. Not to the point where like, you know, it's, you know, nothing is ever like 100% super easy all the time, but let's just get it to like 80-90% where it's not effortless, but it's you don't have to put a ton of effort in to talk yourself into doing it. Also, with repetition on this subject, people love to see you post the exact same thing in a different way over and over and over again on social media. And I think this goes against what a lot of people naturally think. This goes against what I thought in the beginning too. I was like, okay, well, if I post a painting one time, people are done with it. They, they don't want to see it anymore. No, lies. <laughs> There's so many different ways to recreate the same painting in a different post for social media and remind people that you're working on the same thing over and over again. So with repetition, this is a fantastic way to grow your social media account and set yourself up and set your grid up on social media for someone to where if they find you and they click on your profile, they're going to see that, whoa, this person, you know, they're creating every day. They're painting a lot. And you know, typically a lot of the things that we do in the 31 day challenge look very similar there. I wouldn't say they're all in a series, although they can be, but Typically, if someone's creating something one day, it's not completely different the next day. You have a you have a style that you're developing and it kind of it all kind of develops together and it looks really good on your Instagram grid. So, we're setting it up for that. And if you are if you need a little bit of let's see um, talking into, I guess, <laughs> um, to go check out Sophie Green Fine Art. Sophie Green Fine Art. That's her Instagram handle. It's There's no spaces or underscores or anything. It's just Sophie Green Fine Art. And you'll see what I mean with how a grid can look, you know, really consistent, repetitive, and just look so good. Her grid looks so good. And she posts the same thing in a different way all the time and we're never tired of seeing it so the human brain is how it works when say so someone comes on my page and they find me and they see i'm posting something cute and pink and they're like they're a girl say and i'm generalizing obviously but say they're a girl and they're like oh i love pink stuff too i love pastel colors i'm gonna follow her and so they go to my grid and if they see a lot of the same things that are in that post that they just saw that led me, that led them to my Instagram grid, if they see that I'm doing a lot of similar things, they're going to follow. They're like, oh, I really love that photo. I checked out her, her Instagram. She posts a lot more of the same kind of thing. I want to see that. I want to see that every day. I would love that to brighten my, my Instagram feed or whatever. However, if they come to my feed and they see, you know, I did one pretty pink painting and then it's all like black and white everything. They're like, well, this, is, this isn't what I thought it was. And then they might click away. <laughs> so a little kind of social media stuff wrapped into this. Anyway, I feel like I had another point to make, <laughs> but I just kind of lost my train of thought. So we're going to move on to group motivation. So group motivation is the icing on the cake for this and really just the icing and the glue that holds it all together. So I can tell you that consistency and repetition are the thing for you to do in your art business all day long. But <laughs> if nobody is breathing down your neck, making sure you do this, if you're not comfortable being your own boss and there isn't somebody checking in on you every once in a while, and I'm making a little like knock on the door motion right now, like somebody's checking in on you, um, it's, it's hard to stay motivated when 
there isn't somebody telling you what to do. And that comes from a lot of us, you know, we've had jobs where we have to, you know, uh, raise up to a certain expectation. You have check-ins and you have someone making sure you're doing the job all right. And part of being an artist is learning how to, you know, control your own consistency in this way and check up on yourself. And eventually people learn how to do that, but it really, really helps in the beginning to have group motivation, other people doing this with you, and also having, you know, a social media audience. If you have an audience of a thousand or a hundred or a hundred thousand, doesn't matter, having at least a hundred people on there or your closest family even, or your friends, seeing that you've just declared that you're doing a 31 day challenge and that you're going to post something new every single day, that will make you show up. It will, because that's what it does for me. And, you know, I know that, you know, consistency, repetition, everything is great. And I finally kind of ingrained that in my brain. But the thing that makes me finish a painting every single day in January is knowing that people are expecting it of me. And I have a lot of like self-motivation, but even that, it, it just, it makes sure. It just, it makes sure that I'm going to show up and I'm going to post that thing every day, letting people know that I did the thing. Also, you doing that every day and you announcing it and then posting every day, I'm going to bet that after a week or maybe even two weeks, it might take two weeks, I don't know, but eventually people are going to start commenting on it. They're going to say things like, oh, um, every day I, I look forward to seeing what the next thing you're going to paint is. Or, oh my gosh, I, I, love, I love this one and this one. I'm, I'm hoping you're going to create more of something like that. Or, you know, I love following along with what you're doing. You really motivated me to blah, blah, blah. And it does. Motivation breeds motivation. <laughs> and there's, there have been so many other artists that have done so many other challenges that have motivated me to do this challenge. And now I'm here motivating you to do it. And you know that you doing it, it's going to create a ripple effect or a butterfly effect. <laughs> and you're going to motivate someone else, whether it's your younger sibling, whether it's someone you went to high school with that's you know, just feeling a little stuck from because 2021 hasn't been the great, the greatest or whatever in their world. You know, there's somebody that's waiting for you to show up and do your thing so that they can be motivated and they don't even know it yet. That's kind of how it, like we have a responsibility to make the people around us better. And you do that by making yourself better. I fully, fully believe that, which is why I'm showing up today. And this is, which is why I'm doing it along with you. You know, if I was just preaching to you, you need to do the right thing. You need to create consistency through repetition with group motivation. <laughs> You'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. But me showing up and doing it and showing you what I'm doing and just saying, Hey, this is hard, but I'm showing up too. And I'm doing it along with you. It motivates you and you will motivate other people. It's not just about you. <laughs> the world doesn't revolve around you all the time. <laughs> I have to remind myself of that <laughs> all the time too. Okay. So how can you do this? Hopefully I've talked you into this and hopefully you're going to be taking a time lapse of everything you do <laughs> or a video or a short clip or something, not just a photo, but hopefully you're going to take a time lapse of everything you do. So how do you, how are you going to do it? So what are you going to paint? You're like, oh gosh, what am I going to do now? I've already figured out what I'm going to paint. So we're going to work through a couple of things that I'm going to throw out some ideas that I think might help you figure out what to paint. One thing is the first and foremost, I'm going to give you this, it's kind of a cheat way, but it's kind of an out, but it's kind of not. So, you know, all those unfinished paintings that you have laying around your studio. What if, what if before you started something new, what if you took all those half finished paintings and you finished them each day for the month of January, or at least in the first week. So say you have seven hanging around and you're like, I think it would be, I think it would feel really great if my studio was just, it wasn't full of half finished things and I just finished them. Really, you've done half the work anyway, and that would totally count for finishing a painting every day in January. I, I guess I should, you know, clarify that the January paint challenge is finishing a painting every day for the month of January. 31 paintings. You're going to have 31 paintings by the end of January. Ah, oh, how crazy. <laughs> 
one way, another way, let's talk about this. This is what I'm doing this year. So you could take the thing that sold the best or got the most engagement in 2020. So look back at your social media, look back at your top nine, you can do that. And, or look back at your most, the biggest sales that you've made or the most sales or the thing you had the most fun with and recreate it 31 times. So, you know, taking what you've done and analyzing it and creating more of that, I think that's a really, really good recipe for creating something great and getting gaining momentum and making more sales in 2021. So not have not thinking that you have to reinvent the wheel every single time. So if I'm looking back on things I got the most engagement with, it's the stuff that I was excited to paint and it's the stuff that nobody told me to paint. That's the stuff that those are that might not have made me the most money, but that's the thing that got the most engagement in 2021 or 2020, 2020. Yeah, in 2020. And so that's what I'm going to be focusing on. I that's like the stuff that got the most engagement or the stuff that went viral on Instagram or TikTok and whatnot are the things that are just like deep down inside me that my creativity spat out and just put it on the canvas. <laughs> it was the things I was excited about. And so that's what I'm doing. I think I'm going to create a bunch of different clouds in some way. What I think I'm going to do is create a bunch of mini glitter rain ones. So if you follow along, there's this cloud thing that I do that's on a fun backdrop canvas that's like has a bunch of glitter and I so I create a cloud and then I drip paint from the cloud and then I put glitter on it and I put even more glitter gloss in the background and it's just so fun and fun colors and glitter and all the things and there's clouds and it's just so much fun <laughs> and so I think I'm going to create a bunch of different clouds in that way but like more mini clouds and each one will take me about an hour two hours maybe three hours I don't know I'm going to do a bunch of prep so I have a bunch of backgrounds and that way I can just come every day paint a cloud do the drips and then do the glitter and I'm also going to maybe try to sell them all in a certain way. I don't know. I haven't figured that quite out, out yet, but I'm taking the thing that performed the best and that I had the most fun doing this year, and I'm just going to do it over and over and over again in our January paint challenge. So how I'm going to do that. So I've already created a cloud with drips with glitter, right? But have I created every color combination possible? No. <laughs> have I put every little cute little animal on the clouds that could I could ever put? No. <laughs> so I'm going to put like little koalas on the clouds and like I did, I did a penguin cloud painting like that. So it's just going to be super cute because I have finally come to terms that I am a child's room artist. and That's okay. Like a nursery room or a child at heart and that's fine. I found my niche. I know I don't have to be a gallery artist that's super super professional and okay I'm still coming to terms with it but I'm having so much fun with it. So I'm going it's like a it's a push and pull in my mind right now. So Anyway, I'm going to be creating lots of clouds and lots of fun, cute things and whatever the heck I want to paint because so many times I'll do something even so I created a bunch of different like four different backgrounds for these paintings already. I'm already on it and I created four different backgrounds and as I was going along you know, I created a pink background, I created a purple one, I created a blue and then a green and I was like, wait a second, I don't actually want a green background. What am I doing? So I just created more pink <laughs> and just constantly reminding myself, Hey, do whatever you want. Do like, do, do whatever I want, because that is the thing that is selling the most. And that's the thing that resonates to the other people out there who are also kids at heart, who also love glitter because <laughs> they're out there. Not everybody wants to buy <laughs> super prestigious paintings in galleries. Okay. So, okay. Also think about, you know, in this area, uh, what we're talking about is what do you want to be known for and paint that do you want to be you know, do you want to be the butterfly artist which is an example that i did last year i butterflies were very much on brand for me and just creating big butterfly wings i was known as the the but the butterfly artist girl i'm actually recording this podcast with a butterfly wing backdrop behind me right now and so i was like well i could try to create butterflies, I could create one butterfly a day for 31 days. And so that's what I did last year for the 31 day challenge. So the, for the first year, I created 
12 by 12 animal paintings. So all these different animals because that's, I don't know, I just didn't know what else to do. And I was maybe trying to create like a how to paint book and so I wanted to fill it and so that's what I did the first year. Second year I created a butterfly a day for 31 days and I also switched it up to where I did, I tried a new medium, so colored pencils. And so I want to push you to do that. Is there, is there a medium that you want to try out? Maybe watercolor or oils? Eh, that would just take a little bit to dry. But if you want to try out oils, go for it. <laughs> or maybe acrylics or colored pencils, whatever you want to do. And doing that for 31 days made me realize that I don't like colored pencils <laughs> as much as I had maybe hoped to. Colored pencils, my theory was that I could, you know, I could color in bed if I wanted to before bed and while, while watching Netflix. Like that was kind of my um, double thing that I was trying to do. And it's, which works because you can't really watercolor in bed because if you spill the water, you're just, it's not good. So I did it and I don't, I just don't like it. I don't, I don't like colored pencils very much, but if you do, there are several colored pencil artists out there who I have no idea how they make it look so good as they do. It's like a, it's backwards from acrylics and I think that's what was bothering me. But if there's something that you want to try, try it new and maybe try, maybe for a week, try colored pencils. And then for the next week, try acrylics and the next week, try oils. And that's more for the beginner artists. If you've never tried all of those different things, you owe it to yourself to try all those different things. Don't just follow my lead because I'm like, eh, I don't like colored pencils. I like acrylics. Don't just use acrylics. Use all the different things. You owe it to yourself to try all these different things. Because I remember when I was in college, and there was this professor there and she was like, you know, you should really tr take this watercolor class. And I knew in the back of my mind that I probably should, but I didn't because I just wanted to get through the classes and I wanted to graduate. I was done. And I, I think about that still. I'm like, man, what if I could have had someone who's really good in watercolor teach me how to do watercolors instead of just learning it on my own now. So you know, it maybe maybe your 31 day challenge is going to YouTube and picking out a tutorial on a different thing every single day and just doing a little painting or a little drawing of that one thing every day. So maybe you could take it as a learning perspective and I'm gonna learn to paint 31 different things that I have never painted before during this 31 day challenge. How cool would that be? And then at the end of it, you can say that you've tried 31 new things and maybe continue it. If, if you like it, just keep going. So that's something new. Okay. Also, another way to do this, I'm just throwing out everything that I could possibly think of and everything that I've seen other people do and or I've tried or whatnot. So another thing would be idea generation. So use this as a way to generate ideas for your next painting or your next mural or your next big I don't know, anything. And so the idea behind this, so if you create one idea every day for, for seven days or 31 days or whatnot, the idea behind this is your first idea is rarely your best one, if we're being honest. You know, your first idea to do something, if you actually sit down, if I sit down and I think, okay, I have an idea, I'm going to paint a flamingo. And the first image that pops in my head and the first image that pops into everyone's head, I'm going to bet, is one of two things. So you're either imagining a flamingo on a white background and it's the full body flamingo with like its head either like up or down and it's standing on one foot, right? That's mostly what everybody pictures is a flamingo, full body, um, like profile. So you're looking at it from the side and it's just, it's there. And that's what everybody has painted. I've painted that. Okay. I painted that in the first, in our first 31 day challenge. I know that. Or you're thinking of, okay, maybe if you go a little bit further, you're like, well, I've also seen a lot of artists do this. So this is probably, if you haven't thought of the full body, um, profile view of the flamingo, you're probably thinking of the close up of the head of the flamingo. So we cut out the rest of the body and the head takes up the whole canvas and the neck comes and curls around and you can see just a little bit of the body maybe, but you see that curled neck and its beak is touching the neck down. So it looks like a big question mark. So that's also probably either the first or second way you've thought of painting a flamingo. But what if what if you took this even further and the next day you painted a flamingo that was drinking water 
and you you found this image online say you went to wildlifereferencephotos.com which is the reference photo website that i use so wildlifereferencephotos.com they're royalty free images well actually you pay five bucks anyway so you find a royalty free image that you can use legally <laughs> and you find one and it's of you know it's of a flamingo in the water so you get the ripples in the water and it's it's kneeling down or it's you know putting its neck down and it's drinking out of the water and you're like whoa that's a cool image and because you can also see the reflection of the flamingo in the water and so you can paint that too or what if you want to take it one step further and you focus on the background and the flamingo it's just a a, a silhouette and there's this beautiful orange and pink and blue and purple sunset in the background and you, and you paint the sunset with us with a silhouette of a flamingo or what if you keep going down the rabbit hole and you're like and your brain really gets to firing and you're like I really love flowers too. Okay, I, this is this is in my brain, but <laughs> I would think I really love flowers. I wonder if there's a way I can combine flowers and a flamingo together. Well, what what if I do some lily pads or whatnot coming out of the water with, with flowers on top of them? Or what if I did? What if I got abstract with this and made the flamingo? made the body of it made of a bunch of different flowers like a bouquet and then I made you know this so they're like pink flowers and white and they kind of look like feathers but they don't and it looks really beautiful because it's all these flowers and then it has legs and a head and a neck that comes out that looks like a flamingo and it's just this beautiful pink image and all of that happened because I took the time and I googled around and found some photos and I put some some ideas together and I took the time to elaborate on what was eh, a basic flamingo side profile white background <laughs> painting that could have happened and I made it into something amazing and so unique that that thing could have only happened through repetition of the same idea over and over again and just diving into that idea and creating something so unique and you know and with that people are going to look at that and say whoa that's cool that's different <laughs> and and you know that might not be the direction you want to go with your art maybe you want to go and create something really really realistic and that's totally cool too those are the gallery artists that I'm jealous of <laughs> and you know, just go with that. But what if, what if you, you know, you really took the time to find a really cool painting or a really cool image of something that wasn't a typical image? What if you, what if you flipped the image to make it look like the, the animal is upside down or I don't know, or like, or you see a reflection and you, you flip the, flip the reflection to be on top. I don't know. Anyway, you guys get the idea. Oh, we'll just move on. And this is also the time. So like in idea generation, if you have already found your niche, so if you've painted a bunch of different animals and you're like, I love flamingos <laughs> and I'm going to paint this flamingo in a different way every time, now is the time to really perfect that niche. So I have a student, Natalie, I was just talking to her recently and she's like, I already know what I want to paint and I don't want to waste my time doing pet portraits and I don't want to waste my time doing all these different things. I know the color palette I love. I know what I want. And is, is this a good way to go about it? Like, is that fine? I'm like, yes, just now is the time for you to perfect your niche. And a really good way to do that would be through a challenge like this, painting every single day with this niche and creating something every day in a different way, but getting so much better at it. Because the more time you spend with a paintbrush in your hand, yeah, 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 the better you're going to be. Okay, I feel like I drive that in your head enough, but now is the time to really perfect those skills because you know the reason a lot of people sell really well with when they have a niche so say I was the flamingo artist it's because if I paint a flamingo every day I'm gonna get so dang good at painting flamingos that if someone you know another wildlife artist that just paints a flamingo they might not know the things that I know and might not be able to position uh, the flamingo in like in a composition as well as I and so it's just you get really good at your thing. And so now is the time to do that through a 31-day challenge. Okay, 
So I do want to say though, working small is probably the better way to go about this. So I was just talking to a student last night, actually on our Artist Academy virtual meetup, and she was saying how she does these really realistic paintings and she's like I don't know how I'm gonna finish one in every day <laughs> like that's that seems like a lot and it it is it, it is a lot and so for her I, w I made the suggestion you know so she she does ocean art and I was like what if what if instead of doing this big beautiful seal with a bunch of different fur marks that take forever what if you took like a little three by three or six by six or twelve by twelve canvas so that's something small whatever your version of small is and maybe did like a little fish every day so you finished a little fish every day and maybe in the caption when you posted about it say a fun fact about that fish where it's found you know does it mate for life i don't know like all, all the different things but do a fun fact about that and that would be an interesting post people would love people would look forward to seeing what fish you chose and that's kind of what i did with butterflies you know, so I posted the butterfly, posted the name, and then I wrote something about it, where, where it's located and all the stuff. So something like that. <laughs> okay. Also, if you want to check out, so a good example of someone who did not go small for this, but did went really, really big and has really high quality is Amy Hoover. So A-I-M-E-E -E, Hoover, H-O-O-V-E-R. Check her out. Just search her on Instagram and check, just check her out. So she was one of the artists who really inspired me to do this 31 day challenge because she did one in September. So she did a, a couple Septembers in a row. She did a 30 day challenge for the month of September, created something every single day. And these are not one to two hour paintings that she did. They were eight plus hour paintings and they're so good. <laughs> they're, she is so good. Check her out. She's actually a recent podcast guest as well. And I let her know that we are, I am inspired by her, but, and I think you would be too. So check out Amy Hoover, click the follow button on her. She's awesome. And if you want to go check out her past podcast episode. Oh, I don't know which one it is. Um, I will put it in the notes though. I will put whichever number her podcast episode is in the notes and you can go check and hear her, you know, hear her talk about how she, you know, just did this 31 day challenge or 30, she did a 31, 30 day challenge and how she prepared for it mentally. And she lost a little bit of sleep, but she was talking about how you, you know, through that, that repetition, she ended up selling a lot of her paintings and people were looking forward to it every year. And people were like, are you going to do that thing again? She's like, yes. Oh my gosh. And, and she would do it and she would sell a lot of them. And it also helped her to learn how to put the paint on the canvas and leave it alone <laughs> and just, and work fast. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm in a spot where I'm like, I don't know if I want to tell you to work fast before you figure out how to paint, you know, because they're, they're two, two different things. So first you, you figure out the fundamentals of painting and then you figure out how to make it better. And then you figure out how to, you know, add speed into it. So there, there's definitely different levels. So if you're at that point where you have the fundamentals of painting and you're, you're getting better, work on a little bit of speed. And that could be, you know, a thing for you to try in the 31 day challenge. If it takes you forever to finish a painting, try speeding it up a little bit. Just, just try it. Okay. Just try it. Try leaving your perfection tendencies behind and just try to put paint on the canvas and finish one every single day. And if you hate it by, by after a week, then fine, but you might find out that you like it. <laughs> so another example of somebody who let's just, I, I want to throw out this one out there because I just heard this idea recently and I love it. So say you're a photographer listening to this. I think we have mostly painters, but say you're a photographer. One way for you to do this is to take a photo every single day of something that's beautiful in real life. So I wouldn't go seek out a, sun, a sunflower field or whatnot. Like just look for something really beautiful in everyday life and take a photo of it. And really, if anybody wants to do this starting in 2021, I might start doing this as well. If I can get the, get the habit to do this, take a photo of something beautiful because this trains your brain to look for the beauty in life. And I just heard that recently and I was like, oh, I love that. <laughs> and it just, cause I feel like, you know, complaining 
It's just complaining is the cool thing to do, right? Especially this year. Everybody's like, oh, this year is so bad. And I just did this and that. And people are like, oh, yeah, me too. And can't believe they're doing this and blah, blah. So I feel like this would be a really good way for someone to look for the beauty in life because we have it all around us, you know, and it's not just looking at a flower or looking at, I don't know, some, some other example that I can't think of right now. It's like, it's just finding something beautiful every day and take a photo and post it to your story. And if, well, if you're a photographer, I would say edit that photo and post it to your story, your grid everywhere. And because that, and say why you're doing it too. So find something beautiful, take a photo of something beautiful that day really look for the beauty in life, take a photo of it, tell other people what you're doing, and I really think that that can spread like wildfire. Okay, so how to prepare. I hope that I have, this is kind of long, but I hope that I have helped prepare you for this upcoming 31-day challenge. I want to say this is a challenge. It's not, it's not easy. So if you're wanting to come into it and skate by it and just spend 15-20 minutes a day, I don't recommend that really commit to it because you're committing to yourself in 2021 and you know along with everybody else who is doing the same and I will say that 50% of the people who start won't finish this that's just the hard truth but I really think it's the people who start and see it through even though you know you have to you know, spend extra time doing whatever in life that day and you don't have a lot of time to paint for yourself and blah, blah, blah. There will be excuses. There will be things that get in the way. There will be, you know, you're going to go to a dinner with your family and you're not really not going to have any time. And what's really going to help you is to prepare. So what I'm doing is I have a couple of them. I'm going to go out and buy more. I'm going to go out and buy these like 12 by 24 painting boards and I'm going to paint the background of all of them and so that gets me ready for I can just paint a cloud on top of that every day use whatever colors I want you know whatever colors inspire me that day but I get to choose too so I'm going to paint a bunch of different colors and every day I'm going to go and what what color speaks to me today and then paint a cloud on top of that do the drips, do, do whatever glitter I want, <laughs> and it's to be so much fun. <laughs> so, but uh, w- what I did the first year was, actually, and last year, was I compiled a list of images, and I saved them on my computer, and I pulled from one of those images every day. So save 30 or 50 images. I'd say go overboard. Save more than you think you, you'll need. That way, you know, you don't get to image 20 and you run out and you're like, oh no, I got, I got to, I got to find something. It just, it takes another step away. If you already have the canvas, if you already have an idea bank to choose from, that's it. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much that will save you and how much that will help you to be able to finish a challenge like this. It will. So use this time while you have a little bit of downtime and, you know, prepare. Prepare for the 31 day challenge. Prepare for the next year because I know you can and I know it, we know it's going to be great, but we know that if we, we don't prepare for this, we're setting ourselves up for failure. And we, if you don't prepare, you will be one of the 50% that doesn't finish this. So just take, take a couple hours, prepare, figure out what you're going to do and go with it. And I'm so excited to see what you create. So as you create, I highly, highly encourage you to either post it in the Arts Academy Facebook group and, or, and post it on your Instagram, LinkedIn, (laughs) um, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, make a, make a video, do, do it. This is the year you're going to time-lapse everything. This is the year you're going to, you know, create every day and post consistently and use the hashtag 31 day challenge. Yeah, super easy. Hashtag 31 day challenge. I'm also going to use the hashtag artist academy. So hashtag 31 day challenge, hashtag artist academy. I'm going to go get my supplies and we're going to get ready. Okay. Also announce it. If you're ready, you're, you're, you're preparing, you know, show people that you're preparing for this. Show people that you have some canvases and they're blank right now, but they're going to all be full by the end of January. 
and you're so excited to be creating so much in this next in this coming year and this is going to be your year and this is <laughs> just watch out <laughs> and it's going to be awesome so announce it announce it because that way if you announce it then you have to do it <laughs> so announce it and if you announce it and you do hashtag 31 day challenge and then hashtag artist academy on instagram if you announce it and you tag me i will share it so that everybody else can see that you're doing it too. So it's not just your audience that sees it, it's my audience that sees it, and they'll decide if they want to follow you along with it too. So I will gladly share your progress. So tag me all throughout this January month. Show me, show me that you're preparing. Show me that you're announcing it. Show me that you're showing up every day, and I will reshare. And I'm so excited to see what you create. Okay, we're in this together. Okay, here we go. Also, you can go to artistacademy.co slash challenge. That's artistacademy.co slash challenge to sign up and you will get email updates as well if you need a little bit more uh, push. So I'm going to start doing a Monday motivation email. So a little bit of something to get you going every week. Monday motivation. And that's it. Artistacademy.co slash challenge. All right, let's get to it. Let's start painting. I will see you in 2021, maybe. I don't know. I think we have one more podcast episode in between then maybe I don't know I don't I don't know I need to prepare okay all right I'll see you next week this episode is sponsored by the mural master program inside of the artist academy advanced membership this program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process from coming up with an idea to finding a wall to paint it on to pitching your ideas to businesses and finally of course i teach you exactly how to paint large scale murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business i know because it has been one of the top ways that i've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as i have with several years of experience as a muralist i've dialed down the painting techniques the proposals the pitching the whole bit and now i've compiled it into one resource for you called the mural master program this is included inside of the artist academy advanced membership and i would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co that is artistacademy.co and click the link to see the mural master program and learn more if you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week.